<laughs> asana, etc. Asana, etc. <laughs> what else? Hold on a second. Okay. Asana, etc. Asana, etc. Asana, etc. Okay. Hi, Alex. Hi. <laughs> um, so here we are, uh, trying to figure things out. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. And you? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good too. We we're trying to launch this podcast, and we don't really we don't really know how to start. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> But we're going for it. We're really excited about this mm-hmm. project, um, and we're trying to figure out what it's going to be. Uh, we mm-hmm. have a few ideas, so yeah, here we are. Here we are. Great. Um, so we just want to, like, I guess, introduce this project. We are we're having, or we've built an online platform in the past few months called asanaetc.com, and. This podcast, right now at least, is named Asana, etc. as well. Um, and we just wanted it to be like a supplement to that online platform to sort of bring our community together a little bit more, right? Yes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so we want to just talk about it, all things, all things yoga, but also more than that, just our lives off of our mats. Um, and even outside of our little yoga circle that we um, are always involved in. And we want to bring in some other guests and different people to chat some different topics as well. And yeah, I think we would love to hear from you guys that are actually listening to this. <laughs> if <laughs> someone is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. We'd love to hear from you guys any ideas anything you want to hear or if you're like that name of that podcast is rubbish you need to be called this just let us know we are super open to all suggestions and everything right absolutely yeah so if there's something you want to talk about or doesn't matter what it is just anything under the sun even if it's a little bit racy or controversial um we're like to we'd like to explore so yeah yeah yeah, we're all about the controversial, right? <laughs> it seems interesting. Yeah, I guess you guys are going to get access to what we actually talk about um, behind closed doors sometimes, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. All right, so for this first podcast that we're putting out into the world, we are going to share a conversation between myself and Alex and Betty and Julianne. And we are four of the co-founders of Asana, etc. platform. There's also a fifth one. His name is Kuba, and we will introduce him as well. But for this first pod, we just want to share the origin story. And what else are we sharing in that recording, Alex? I don't remember. Yeah, we're just talking about just how we all got to know each other, a little bit about ourselves, and just kind of what we're doing here. So we all come together really early in the morning. We, we recorded this podcast, so it's a little bit silly, but, um, but worth listening to. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to like do a grand, super grand introduction to, <laughs> to that interview? Do you want to do it? In what way? <laughs> I don't know. Just like, uh, here it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, one more time, one more time. I'm ready. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yay! Julianne, Betty, Lisa, and Alex, all here for you in the morning, 6 a.m. Here comes our first episode. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa, and I'm sitting here with... Julianne, with Alex and with Betty and welcome to our first episode of Asana Etc. podcast. Hi guys. Hi. Hi Hi guys. (laughs) It is 
it is 6 a.m. on a Wednesday morning because this is the only time that we could sort of find time to get together and do this. So I think we've all just rolled out of bed this morning. Why don't we start with just just saying a few words of how it's going so far today. Julianne, do you want to start? <laughs> well, I didn't just roll out of bed. I was too maybe excited for this first podcast episode recording. So I woke up way before my alarm thinking that I had missed it and, you know, <laughs> just real life. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm super, super pumped for this next phase of Asana, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And the others, Betty? Um, I am one of those who just rolled out of the bed, actually. <laughs> I was, I'm not saying I was not excited, but I was definitely sleeping around 3 a.m. And came out to my kitchen, and I was so happy that there was some leftover coffee in the pot that I could, I could take now immediately, like straight into my veins. But yeah, looking forward to have, a, have a, an interesting early morning chat, a very 6 a.m. chat with you girls. <laughs> cool. And Alex? I also just rolled out of bed, but all is well. I also have coffee. Got to brush my teeth, <laughs> which is a nice luxury. Yeah, ready to go. No, that's awesome. So we're coming together to sort of introduce this project, I guess, that we, that we just launched in January, which is an online yoga and movement platform. But also, I think we are calling it a little bit more, not just a bunch of yoga videos online, but um, but a yoga community online, because it's something that we were sort of missing last year when we were, and we are still missing because we are still in lockdown, but <laughs> during <laughs> lockdown. Um, so we just really wanted to create a space online for, for all of us and all of our people to come together and sort of practice together um, offline sometimes or, or not, not in real time maybe is what I mean. But, but there, that's where we're at and now we're sort of ready for the, for the next phase. And what, what's this next phase, you guys? What are we doing? What is all this? Well, um, in my mind, uh, we're, I mean, obviously we're launching a podcast. Um, but I think our community and support is already growing, uh, to be where we're like, okay, well, how can we create that sense of community online when we have some people in Australia, some people in the United States? Um, and I don't know, it's kind of a fun challenge of how do we show up in like a genuine way so that people feel welcome, accepted, and, and get that sense that we have in the Prague Yoga Collective studios of just like everybody's welcome. So like, how do we present that online? So I feel like that's the next phase is really um, trying to create that, that community, whether it's, uh, I don't know, through this podcast or, or blog posts or um, just showing up in some other ways that uh, we have talked about some mm -hmm. Uh, future dreams right uh, so we'll see we'll see how that comes out but that's kind of my my understanding of the next phase so I hope that all of us are on the same page <laughs> I think we're sort of on the same page right um, how about how about where we came from I know that sometimes I know that a lot of our followers have followed us from our physical studios which are here in Prague in the Czech Republic and how we've grown in in this city here but also now we're growing online so maybe everybody doesn't really know where we are coming from and do you guys want to talk about that for a bit <laughs> where we're coming from in terms of of pyc yeah yeah like where who we are and where what what is all this where why did we get together <laughs> I don't know. It's just chance, just fate. It all worked together. It's all just continue to just work together in perfect, well, sometimes not always perfect uh, chemistry. But um, yeah, I don't know. We started these studios, started from this little CrossFit uh, studio, rented a little spot and just kept on going from there. Uh, built our first studio all by ourselves, which was crazy experience, but very valuable experience. And um, opened another beautiful studio last year uh, in another perfect location. 
And we wanted to continue, like Julianne said, to expand and grow our community to reach all of the people that aren't actually physically here. We have lots of people that travel through and come visit us or they're here for a year or two and, and then move back to their respective countries or to a new place. And so we wanted to keep that relationship going and find, and find these different ways. So now we're here doing this, giving this a try. Yeah. And how does it feel? Betty, how do you feel? <laughs> I was just thinking the other day that if lockdown didn't came, didn't come, and we were still like full out working in the two studios, there was the idea of asana, et cetera, for a while already in the back of our minds. But but basically this is maybe one of those few fields where, where COVID actually had a positive effect or the lockdown, lockdown gave us something positive because it worked as a as a catalyzer. Because we are we were missing so much the the in-person collective that we're like, okay, let's let's put it online. Let, let's make an online collective because we need something, something else. And then and then here we are. And it, it became, I think, a little bit faster based on the fact that we cannot be present in person as much as we did before. Mm. So so maybe maybe asana, etc. is something that benefits a little bit, at least in the like a boarding process from from quarantine and being locked down. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's come out of having been locked down. I mean, I don't know. A lot of a lot of things are sad. And, and I think at this point, we are here in the Czech Republic, at least, we're more than five months into our second wave lockdown. So we're all a little bit depressed in our own ways, I think. But But there are a lot of positives also that have come out of this. And I think this project is one of them. Is there anything else that you guys have sort of found in this, in this year, 2020, 2021 of, of having to reevaluate stuff, something positive that you want to share? Well, I, um, for me personally, it was very much a time to shift uh, my priorities and like what I was working for as far as like building up my web design business. And, um, and I took, you guys know, but I took a, like a six month love coaching course that ended up transforming, I don't know, in all areas of my life, um, and my career as well. So it really allowed me to kind of step back and, process all of these things and, and prioritize and then get creative and, and work towards, I think also just really making space for this project as well, because whenever I'm working on asana, et cetera stuff, um, really the overall sense is, is it brings me joy uh, to be able to create. So the, I mean, the pandemic is horrible and all the grief and sadness um, and just the hardships that everyone is experiencing, that's horrible. But at the same time, it it's almost forced forced us to kind of step back, right? And, and to slow mm-hmm. down and, um, and really, really count what is important. Um, but even like I was telling Lisa the other day that the, the small joys in life, it's like I had to go down and take out recycling and then go get buy almond butter. And that was like my main event <laughs> of the day. And I was so beyond excited to go do that. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, uh, what qualifies as joyfulness in my life at this point is yeah. a, a bit different. Um, but so I yeah. hope I'll hold on to some of these things going forward when the life gets busier and stuff. Yeah. I think when we had that conversation, I was, I think I was like, I had an errand to run in, in old town and in old town, there's, um, there's a Starbucks. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get myself a Starbucks <laughs> and just, and just walk around with it. And it was a glorious day. So the, the beauty in the little, little small things, I think these days as well. Um, that we might not have noticed before when when everything was sort of served to us and sort of just available to us whenever we wanted, right? For sure. Yeah. What about you guys? Betty and Alex, have you fallen asleep? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Um, yeah, I, what I've noticed is we have like, or I have like my little pod of people here that I hang out with. And you guys are obviously in that. 
but it's been really nice because I've just gotten so much closer with those same, you know, seven people that I see over and over again. And somehow we still manage to like be creative in the way that we meet up and hang out and do stuff, even when we don't have so many options right now. And um, I don't know, we've created like our own little net safety net here in community that just feels really nice. And I'm very thankful for those humans and those people. And they've really carried me through all of this. I like, I keep to myself all during the week and there's like one day a week that we get to like go outside for a big giant hike or, or have dinner together or do something like that. And I just, I look forward to it the whole, the whole time. So I'm thankful for that. And I'm looking around in my apartment and having a look at my plants and they are almost all of them really beautiful. And and I th- Lisa, you told me that when you are at home and you, you breathe on your plants and you live with them, then they, they appreciate it. And these plants are, I think, super happy for having me here at home because it, really my living room looks like a greenhouse and it's wonderful. But yeah, I agree with Alex. And the, the number of people who we meet is really limited, but the connection to those few people is getting stronger and stronger because because as they are the only people for me to meet, I'm also one of those rare ones who they see. So it's like a mutual-sided strengthening connection week by week and program by program. So it's it's a nice feeling to develop. And, and instead of going into a, a horizontal line and get to know more and more people and network around, you rather keep it in a vertical and, and deepening path, how you are connecting to, to those few people around you. Right. So... And maybe even that's something that is positive that's come out of this, that we can keep going, even if we get out of this pandemic at some point, right? These little things that we've learned that could be something to build on later, right? Totally. Okay, so going back to uh, how we all kind of got together here, though, um, I already explained how the three of us have met, me, uh, Betty and Lisa, through Prague Yoga Collective. But Julianne, tell us about about you. You've been with us from the, from the beginning and, and how did that all come about? Yeah. So, um, I go into this in, in greater detail, I think, uh, here in a few weeks, but, um, I was, I had just moved to Prague and I was depressed as hell and questioning all my life decisions. Like, did I make the right choice moving to Prague? And, and I just saw, a, an ad on Facebook, that said yoga in English. And I had been a part of a yoga studio up in Copenhagen in order to uh, kind of maintain or manage the, the winter blues up there. So I knew how valuable yoga was in my life um, to be in a studio. And so I saw, saw this and I was like, great. Um, and so I, I literally dragged myself out of bed on a cold November evening. It was dark. I didn't know where I was going. And, and I show up to the original studio, which was above a CrossFit (laughs) gym, but like the parking lot, if anybody has actually physically been there, it's like, it's so scary, especially at night. And I I thought I was going to get kidnapped because I was like, I was so new to to this, this country. And I, and I guess I, you know, being a single woman walking alone at night back home, that's, maybe not necessarily the best idea. And so, um, I mean, here it's so safe, but I hadn't hadn't realized that at that point. So I almost turned around, but I was like, no, I've come way too far to turn around. And so I opened the door and I just like was enveloped in this warmth and uh, just, I felt, I felt good as soon as I stepped through the door, which also is kind of like uh, a tribute to, Joey and, and CrossFit committed how they, that's like a really good community there. Um, and so I just walked up the stairs and I opened the door and there was Betty and she was talking in Hungarian to Aniko, um, who I let it, later became friends with. Um, and I got really nervous. I'm so shy in new, in new situations. And, <laughs> but like, I just threw my money at Betty and I was like, I want the intro pass. And, and she was shocked, I think. Um, <laughs> and I just, I took advantage of those, I think it was 15 days uh, uh, for the intro at that time. And so I think I went almost all 15 days, which I don't know how physically I did that because like you guys do strong classes. 
because yeah. Betty. <laughs> yeah. Betty, I think you went a little <laughs> easy on me because um, basically it was like private classes for 15 days or with Aniko. Um, but still, it's like you can't hide whenever you're the only one in the class. Like you, you can't like take a secret child's pose or something like that. And the teacher won't, won't notice. Secret child. Yes. Um, but it was, it was so good. Uh, and it, and it helped me kind of, um, set down some, I didn't know at the time, but set down some really strong roots. And I, I latched on to you guys, like you guys became my family here very quickly. And then it kind of blossomed into rebranding Prague Yoga Collective. And then I, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I did all of that. And then I took over the social media and then, but that's never enough. We have to dream. We have to do more. And, and then, um, yeah, this dream between all of us is turning into a pretty cool reality. So, um, I'm so glad I didn't turn back that, that fateful night in November. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you, Julianne, I've always wondered what people sort of thought in the beginning, because you guys were the first few people that came up and you had private classes in this in this studio that we had up there and uh I always wondered what people sort of walked away thinking like what are these girls doing (laughs) or was it like oh I wonder if this is going to grow or what what were your initial thoughts about PYC um uh what do you call it 1.0 is that what you call it the first version (laughs) (laughs) Let's just clarify too. When we say private lessons, it's because nobody was coming yet, right? So it was Julianne (laughs) was like our only like student and maybe this other girl we're talking about, Aniko, but yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew, I think from the very beginning, how fortunate I was to essentially be having these private classes. and. I don't know. I just saw immediately it was like, I have found something rare and good. And I don't think I've been to any other yoga studio in the city. Um, Like I am loyal to you guys. (laughs) And I think one time I went because Alex was teaching elsewhere and, and you guys moved the class. It was in the early days and there was nobody but me showing up to the other one and and she was teaching at another place. And so I went over there. So that's the only time I think I've been elsewhere. Um, So I think, I mean, anybody I ever talked to, it was nothing but good things. And you guys talk about the carpet that was in there and (laughs) that we could hear the CrossFitters downstairs. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it didn't bother me. Like, it was, I was just very happy to be there. Um, and it was cool to see you guys grow so quickly. I think it's rare that a new business grows that quickly because you guys, you guys uh, became too big to be in that space. And so that's when you guys built the other studio. Um, but I think, I don't know. I, I just look back on it. Um, you guys seem like you knew what you were doing. Maybe you didn't feel like it, but um, I, I feel like it was a, an instant connection, instant, uh, genuine community. And I just knew I wanted to be part of it. No, oh, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Cause I don't know, sometimes, you know, when you travel, I don't know when you travel, I say, but like I've traveled a lot and, and gone to different yoga studios all over. And sometimes you'll go into this little small place somewhere and you'll be the only one. I especially remember one time I went to this like nice studio in Dubai and then it was just me and I felt so weird. <laughs> and then there are other places where you go and you're just like, you feel really at home, I guess even if you're the only one or there's two of you or something. So that's nice to hear that, that, that was the feeling that we invoked in you. (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. That's cool. And what about, what about um, our only man who's in this project and who is also not present today? Our Kuba, is there anybody who'd like to do a presentation on, on this, this, uh, this guy? (laughs) Betty, you want to take that one away? Well, oh, sorry, I would, Julia, go for it. 
well, I was just going to say like this project wouldn't have happened. Like we each bring something so special to this project, I think, but Kuba, I think was the one who was like, yes, we can do it. Like he's such a big dreamer mm -hmm. and he's so talented to back up those dreams. Um, that during the first lockdown, he just rolled with the whole, let's film, let's film, let's edit. <laughs> and so I don't know. I just have to give props to Kuba and Betty, you probably should take this, take this uh, further. But um, yeah, I think Kuba was a huge influence in making this dream into a reality. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think how it started during the first lockdown and just went to the studio and started to, to film. And he didn't have much idea about yoga before. I think he has been like two, three yoga classes, maybe five in his life. And then, then he came up with, with ideas. And especially later when we were talking more about asana, etc., he had some, some visions how a, a movement platform would or could look like. And, and really without any experience, he, he basically described a, a very a very precise picture of what we are doing right now without having any anything from from his past on this field so so yeah i think we are really really lucky with with him having having him on board and and his ideas and all his all his experience and and talent and probably he's sleeping right now i get a message from him around 1.30 a.m. that, oh, good night. I'm like, oh, well, okay, it's probably you are not going to join at 6 a.m. to our podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> that's another thing that it, I think it's really good that that we can work together, but at the same time, maybe even more important how different things we, we bring into this project as it's the five of us from from four different countries and, and he is the local here and he's the only man, as Yulisa mentioned, and he's the one who is the least connected to yoga, but the most connected to, to the online world where we are maybe lacking a little bit more of an experience. And he's on the other side of the, the camera and, and sees the things with a very different eye and this different eye brings the puzzle into, into something whole and becomes a real picture that you can put on your wall. So, so yeah, I think his, his added value in this project is is really special and and something something very very big and different that turns us also into um into direction when we look at stuff with a different eye look at uh, my own things differently thanks to his input if it makes sense totally it definitely does i think we were sitting with kuba so last year we were locked down around this time. So we're in the beginning of March as we're speaking now. And, and the day after we had to close our studios, Julianne and Kuba and Betty came to my house because Alex was stuck uh, in South America. <laughs> um, so she, I think she would have been there otherwise, but, um, but, and we were just talking about what to do and what to provide. And it was, it was sort of, I think we were kind of questioning what we could do. And then Kuba was like, yeah, we could do videos and we could just put them out every day. Yeah, I'm down. Let's just do it. And I think me and Betty and Julianne were like, oh, oh, okay. Okay, well, let's just do it. <laughs> and, um, and I think he was sort of the missing piece of the puzzle, like, like you guys mentioned uh, in this project to make this work. Cause I don't think the four of us, or I know that the four of us would have never been able to make this happen without, without Kuba. And, and to clarify, Kuba is a videographer, right, buddy? Uh, I don't know if he is happy for like classifying him only into one thing, but he is doing videography as well. Let's put it this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like behind the camera and he mm -hmm. does, the filming and everything that's up there that's content wise and photography and stuff that's that's all Kuba that we have we've got a few podcasts coming up and we're going to be launching one every week from from the end of March so if you are listening at home and you're like I wonder about the the deeper the deeper stories between these people and how do they come together and what's Prague Yoga Collective and blah 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 these things will be answered answered your questions will be answered in a little bit um in a little bit of time but but for now we wanted to see if we could bring out some other things in us to make you guys get to know us a little bit better so um alex had the brilliant idea of just preparing 
three random questions for each other um, that doesn't have anything to do with yoga per se or the project that we're doing, but just to get to know us a little bit deeper into our souls, I guess. So maybe Alex, I'm going to give you the word first, if you don't mind. <laughs> I don't know if these are going to be soul opening oh. questions, but, but we'll see where they go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's okay. keep it easy to begin here. Um, all right. I might know the answer for Betty because we've come up to this situation before. But do you guys like scary movies? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess this was the answer what you guessed from my side. Like, oh my god, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh guys, it reminds me, uh who what's the Jesus, I'm sorry, 6 a.m. or already 6.30, but that's, that's very um, like epic old horror movie when the guy was born in a, in a slaughterhouse and he was like a super... Texas Chainsaw yes, Massacre? please. So we were in the army sitting in the darkness watching this movie. I watched the first five minutes and then I had to go out to the bathroom and the bathroom was at the end of the corridor. And as you can imagine in the army, this is not like a <laughs> like a five-star hotel where you go out. So the, the, the corridor is dark, the, the bathroom is concrete. There are no like windows or or, or, or not even tiles. And, and, and then I was walking on the corridor and the, and the electricity went out and it got completely dark. And I'm like, oh I'm not going to watch this anymore. And I think I'm not going to pee either. Just let me find the safe way back to my bed and no more horror movies. And, and, and just, just me and my blanket, rather under the blanket. <laughs> so yeah, that's all. That's all about me and scary movies. <laughs> I think that answers it, buddy. <laughs> Was that the last time you, you watched one? <laughs> no, I did. A second try and it was daylight I was with a bunch of girls around and it was not so scary I'm like I guess if it was dark and there were like different conditions I would be scared but we were already a little tipsy it was in the middle of the day and I was rather laughing than being scared and I was laughing how the girls around me were screaming so I I didn't really like you know sink into the atmosphere of the movie so I, I got this like self-protective layer with my behavior around right i i don't That's know where it can be fun yeah i can't deal we with did it this, so... go on no no not at all it's not my thing at all i'm just not even be... with trig v no no trig v doesn't like it either <laughs> uh -huh. okay i think trig v was asked this last year to be in a because um for those of you that don't know he's an actor sometimes and he was asked to be in some movie uh, to play the bag man and the the oh, this sounds really weird the bag man like um that was the title of the movie and it was a horror movie and he was like I, I don't know if I want to do that because it sounds scary <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No yeah. Wouldn't it demystify it a little bit if he was like, you know, the character, the bad guy? Yeah, maybe. The... He'd be like, this is how they set it up. I know. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, we never watched a scary movie together. Ever, I think. No. Okay. What about you guys? Um, I used to go, <clears throat> excuse me, I used to do go to scary movies with my dad. Like that was our thing. Because uh, I, have, I have two sisters and then my mom. So it's like a um, I don't know. It was like not typical for a young girl to want to go to scary movies, not like horror movies, but I do remember watching I am legend in the theater and then walking out and it was dark. And I was like, we we're not supposed to be out at the, in the dark, like the monsters are going to come get us. So I think that was, that one kind of rocked my world, but it was still fun to go with my dad and, and, um, kind of that was, yeah, that was our thing. But because I like I'm often alone and I don't like having scary movie memories in my mind because then I'll freak myself out like six <laughs> months later uh, and be scared of the dark one night or something. So I, I would have to say that now I don't really watch scary movies because it's a bit too painful. <laughs> I, don't, I don't enjoy enjoy scaring myself. Although Stranger Things around Halloween time, I finally got into it. And that was pretty good. I don't know if you guys have seen Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, so it's not too, it's not too scary, but it's like the right 
right amount. I yeah. Think. Uh, so. <laughs> I was just, it reminds me of like, of, of traumatizing you later. I, I remember, do you guys remember the movie, The Ring? It was like a Japanese horror movie, but then there was like an American remake. Yes. Yeah. I think it came out when I was around 13. Yeah. And it's it horrible. Just, I yeah. saw it in the theaters. I might've been a little bit older, but oh my God, that movie stayed with me for so long. Just like imagining things under my bed as an adult, you know, I think I'm finally cured of it. Um, as far yeah. as scary movies, I, I don't like, it's like an event. If I go and like watch one, it's cause like how Betty said, you know, you watch it with your friends and you like jump and you know get all I don't know scared together but no I would never like watch one by myself and I don't like gore at all I can't stand gore <laughs> I just keep my eyes closed the whole time so it uh-huh. just doesn't even make sense to like spend time on it um yeah yeah it doesn't make sense it's like it's so funny that thing that you mentioned like you mm-hmm. watch one and then you're like scarred for <gasps> life my one of those is it the Stephen King one damn mm-hmm. like even sometimes these days it, it, there'll be little flashbacks and I'm like oh you know and you'll pull your feet up uh, onto the bed <laughs> a little bit quicker than normally yeah. when it's dark in the room you know <laughs> that's what I wanted to say though we did yeah. like we had a movie night over at my house not too long ago and Betty was there and a few other people and we decided to watch it the new re- remake of it that was done a few years ago or something I and we was a remake. there was and we started watching it and it was fine it wasn't like it wasn't as creepy as the first one you know and I think that it also has to do with my age but it was three and a half hours long and you had no idea that it was three and a half hours long so it was just like dragging on and on with this like I don't know weirdness you know there was a few crazy scenes but it was a it was a mistake I think uh Betty can agree with me on that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <I do. laughs> anyway, okay, so no scary movies. We won't be no. doing that. Um, okay, so my next question, which I'm very curious, because I wonder if you guys are going to just be indifferent altogether, but are you more of a cat or a dog person? Oh, for sure, a dog person. I do not yeah. like cats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all the people out there. I just they have so much attitude and, and they're so spastic and you never know what's going to happen. And I just, no, I can't. Oh yeah. You have your doggies at home, huh? You've got that Yorkie and that, and that big, what is uh, he's it? He's a great, one? great Mastiff. Dane. Great. Although Dane. Uh-huh. the great Dane was my stepfather's. Um, and I'm a bit scared of big dogs. Uh, I think something happened in my childhood that I've repressed. I don't know. But the Yorkie, the three-pound Yorkie is, I would say, mine. <laughs> and, like, he he's my best friend whenever I go home and visit mom. And he's quite spoiled. So I never thought I would be that kind of a dog mom. But I totally am. He goes in the purse with me whenever I go anywhere shopping, like go, loves car rides. So <laughs> He goes in the purse uh, with you? <laughs> yeah, we have... We have a little doggy purse that doesn't look like a dog purse. It looks like a real purse. Right. So I've had, I've had people comment, like, you really need two purses. And I'm like, there's a dog in this one, but thanks. Because <laughs> um, he's so quiet. Nobody knows. Um, and I bet I look crazy, but I don't care. <laughs> Alex, can you imagine that? Carrying your dogs around in a purse? <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I can too now. <laughs> They're a little bit too big for that. <laughs> oh goodness. So I guess you're a dog person then. I have a birthday uh, gift idea. Yeah. Oh my god, Betty, we should get together on that one. <laughs> Please don't. Give me a baby carrier for my dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be so funny. I don't like to have animals in my house <laughs> like that I would own basically I had I had a cat once for a long time when I was studying in Spain his name was Saddam and he he would like pee in my closet all the time awesome. it was his favorite yeah and you, you guys know how cat pee smells it's uh, yeah it's ridiculous we had a really like love-hate relationship and then and then when I moved away, he moved to Germany with my friend Sarah. And um, since then, I've never, I've not had a pet. 
I mean, we have birds at home, but I think that explains how how much of a dog or a cat person I am. <laughs> I remember you always like there was like a little phase that you were so worried that uh, Trigby was he was home for a little bit, not traveling for work. And you were so worried he was going to bring home a puppy like every day. This was like a constant <laughs> worry for like a month or two or something. And it, and it never happened. I remember that, that his sister Freya and, and Trigby scared you like saying, oh, yeah, Trigby yeah. Bought, brought home a dog. And you like were like, oh, my God, we have a dog. And then they send you a picture and it was like some <laughs> big stuffed animal or something. Yeah, I was. Oh, my God. I remember that too. I was like panicking. I was like, no. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because I thought like I would have to take care of it or something. Not not that I would hate a dog. I, it would be nice for like my boys have a dog in their godmother's dog, you know, and I see how much love there is between this animal and these boys and and I was I'm like okay it would be so nice for them to have a pet at home to love but then I'm like it would be like having a third kid like mm. you know and and I'm not ready for that <laughs> you know so I think that's it I think so I don't know because it's a lot of work Alex right yeah, it totally is I mean you just get used to it but yeah, you have to take them out all the time, you know, but it gets, it also gets you out of the house too, which is like nice, at least with the dogs, I can't speak for cats. That's what's kind of funky about cats. Like the animal goes to the bathroom in your house, you know, it's just such a, and that's like socially acceptable. It's such a weird thing to me. I can't, I just can't get behind the the cat thing for that reason. And cats in general, Julianne, I totally agree with everything you said. They're, they're just kind of, they're not my thing. I need more camaraderie than that. You know how people always say that cats are, they're so clever, they're so smart, they know, you know, they know exactly what they want. And I, I've never thought that. I always thought cats were really dumb, like super The dumb. truth comes out. <laughs> yeah, they just like, you know, walk around thinking that they're all that, all this and all that. And then they just like do something real stupid, right? I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah. Sorry, cat people out there. I'm thinking of Caroline right now. I am too. I was too. Like, don't listen to this part. Although I did, I did enjoy the pictures of her, the, kit, the kitten that she got because kittens are just the cutest creatures ever. But when they grow up, they just have, yeah, they do. And I'm like, they turn oh, into so cats. sad. But sorry, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline's got a few cute little kitties at home. Um, yeah. What about you, Betty? Well, um, a plant person. Actually, like I just described how happy I am that finally my plants look good. So I think I'm on, on a very, very base level of this pyramid. When you build up and you take care of plants, and then a fish, and a turtle goes up to a bird, you might get a cat, maybe a dog, maybe a child. And I'm still on a plant level, I think. That's like the, <laughs> the very base of my pyramid. So yeah, I, I, I don't think I could I could take care of a dog or a cat. And from this perspective, a cat would be easier, I think, because they just do their stuff, as you said. Like it, there is something negative in that they are going into your bathroom, but they do. So you don't have to do anything <laughs> with them. But but yeah, I, I'm I'm still on the level of worrying for my aloe veras and <laughs> it might come later yeah nice we'll see cool okay guys my last question um so let's say that we're all in our careers that are going to be our careers for our lives which probably might be true i don't know maybe we'll switch we'll see but if we never got into this um yoga career and julianne your web designing career what would be your dream career, your dream job? I would be a stewardess. A stewardess? That's yeah, perfect. on a private jet. Really? Traveling. You a- could just go do that now. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> you should just do that. Why? On the side, get us all free plane tickets. Everyone would be fantastic. <laughs> just go once a month somewhere. It'd be well, great. Well, Maisha does it. She makes it look like a pretty cool life she's a yoga teacher and she gets mm. I mean she was just in South Africa right she flew down for a couple of days Did but she? Betty I feel mm. like I could never. I think Betty you would be so good no. at that I don't know I could just 
Yeah, you'd be adorable in that outfit. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm just picturing like Britney Spears toxic right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't deal with the jet lag though. I hate jet lag. I feel like I feel like throwing up after I've come off a long haul flight. Maybe I'd like be a stewardess in Europe or something. I yeah, don't know. that's the truth. But there, I guess there's no time yeah. on a plane if you get used to it. I guess. I don't know. And you know how much I sleep. It's not such a big deal. A bit less or a bit more <laughs> here and there. It's okay. Right. Yeah, but that, that would be my dream. I didn't dream. know that about you, Betty. I really think that we should work this out. This could, this could benefit everybody. <laughs> it would be great. It sounds like a very... Um, right. um, Selfless Yeah, act. exactly. <laughs> Not for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I help you on your path. That is my ticket. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Okay. So Julianne, what do you think? Uh, well, actually I was planning on becoming a pastry chef uh, before moving to Prague. And I decided that I didn't want to be in the restaurant world, but sometimes I still am like, oh, that would be so nice to open up like my own cupcake shop or something. Um, I was really into that idea for a while. But also, I don't know, I constantly dream about being a photographer and, I don't know, traveling the world, any, any way to travel the world for like, uh, you know, somebody else's, on somebody else's dime or something. Um, but yeah, just that creative. I think anything creative. So either making cupcakes or, or making photographs. <laughs> you do take really you nice You can make pictures. me cupcakes anytime. <laughs> yeah, okay. I probably, yeah, I'll use you guys to live out part of my dream <laughs> that sounds fantastic yeah, too that would be great <laughs> yeah I don't know I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it I've been doing this yoga thing since I was 18 you guys like I don't you know 19 maybe 18 or 19 I started doing this and I've just had like side jobs and I don't know when I was little I dreamed about being like an astrophysicist or something like that, like something that because I was super good at math when I grew up and I thought I could like be something real clever or smart, you know, have a smart job. But um, but it maybe I feel like I need to be creative a lot and create new things all the time. So maybe but I don't know. I really it's a really difficult question. Maybe something like what Julianne said, something that'll take me around the world and make me meet new people all the time and travel and not be stuck in one place. I could, I don't think I could do that, be stuck in one place. We've done it for a year now, guys. I'm not so <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Alisa, the astrophysicist. I could see that. I feel like you could oh rock, you could rock any career choice that you'd make. Um, but yeah, that's like a whole alternate universe, isn't it? From oh, yeah, yoga absolutely. teacher to astrophysicist. Oh my God. Imagine that. Maybe I would have cured COVID, you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh well. Should, you, Alex? Uh, who wants to Wait, go next? What's Do Alex's know? dream yeah. job oh, yeah, out sorry, of yoga? Sorry, I forgot. Oh, my dream job. Oh, my uh -huh. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know. This simple answer would probably be like, just like musician, a musician or like an artist, like a, a painter or something. Because I love this kind of atmosphere. I love like concerts and to be able to be on the other side of that. I've never been like artistic in that kind of way. So that would be super fun. Um, but this is what's so nice about having this yoga business. It's like covers so many different bases because we do get to be creative, right? I also, I love yoga. I love practicing. I love teaching it. And I love the social aspect. I love being able to talk to people and connect with people all the time. It's, it's great, whether it's like in this like more intimate business setting or, or leading a class, you know? So I'm very thankful for the yoga thing, but yeah, I'd probably just go be like a traveling I don't know, maybe even a busker or something like that. I could see myself doing I it. was just thinking that for you. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's that's your alternate universe, Alex, right there. <laughs> Got a backup in case this doesn't work. Bus busker. I can see that too. Like you'd have like a van as well, wouldn't of you? Course. Like a, a nice one. <laughs> that you'd be living in and like your dogs would be in there. And 
you'd be wearing no shoes and you know I can see it totally (laughs) (laughs) all right if this doesn't work out you guys then uh I'll get the van I don't have a driver's license but you guys can drive and um we can all go on the road and Alex will make us money there we go and Julian makes us food (laughs) yeah we just great (laughs) we just need an oven and I can make us cupcakes and then we're set amazing Amazing. It's good to have a plan. And Betty, mm-hmm. I I think that you being a stewardess or a flight attendant or however you say it these days, because um, you're always making sure our drinks are full. Yeah. Well, I feel like you have a our- natural talent. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Be my guest, please. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go next? Should I go next? Go for sure. It. Um. So I sort of with with the prospect of having these questions last night I googled what are some funny interview questions to ask (laughs) and um, there's so much stuff out there that is just really weird so I picked a few of them that it was like it was like lists for bosses who are about to to interview people for a new job and things you should ask them um, to to find out their personality so I picked a few that I thought were quite interesting and the first one is what do you guys think of garden gnomes? Oh, <laughs> I thought you garden meant... gnomes. <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant God. I thought you said something about God for a second. I also yeah. thought, yeah. oh, <laughs> no. we're going there. Taking <laughs> it all the way. Brave subject at seven a.m. No, <laughs> garden gnomes. Yeah, I think those who produce them should be punished. Why? <laughs> really? They... They're so cute. No, they are not. I like garden really? gnomes. Okay. And there was a show called David the Gnome when I was a kid. It was a cartoon. Do you remember that, Julianne, by any chance? No. Okay. It was like maybe a, a little bit now that I look back and knock off of the Smurfs a little bit, but David the Gnome. And they were these little gnomes and they were so cute and they were adorable. And I like them. And like gnomes in their different forms are really a thing here in the Czech Republic. There's like the Vodnik and you'll see it like any pond. You'll see like this little kind of like water gnome man that's like looking over or he like lives inside of the water. Okay, that's and, cool. Yeah, I think they're really cute. And my friend swears they're real. He swears to God that he saw one when he was a child with a little clothes and everything. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that too, like so that we saw gnomes. Uh, or we had one also the water one. It's he's called in Swedish Necken, but he's not he's not kind. He's a He's like the guy that will drown you if you fall into Yeah, Vodnik is the, the same. Same that. here, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's all like soul. Like ambivalent. Yeah, he, he drags mm-hmm. you down, takes your yeah. soul, puts it into a, a glass jar and keeps it on in his cupboard. Oh, wow. Wow, That's you really specific. know the whole <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And people would claim that they'd seen him, you know. I don't know if they were drunk in the forest or something, but, you know, yeah. I like uh, anything mystical or, or like fun because I believe that Bigfoot is real and because I, I just think life is better when you believe in Bigfoot. Uh, and so, sure, it's like fun to imagine that these little gnomes are are real unless they're mean. That does not sound good. Uh, but garden gnomes and seeing it in the States, I feel like it's a bit kitschy, I guess. Is that the right word, Alex? Um mm-hmm. But I remember when I backpacked through Europe and I was in Switzerland we, and we were walking through just uh, Lauterbrunnen, which is like the waterfall valley in Switzerland. And these houses had like cowbells on them and then they had like a bunch of gnomes everywhere. And I just remember that was one moment in my travels that just stuck out. I was like, I'm in a whole nother fantasy fairy tale world. So I kind of think garden gnomes just add to that fantasy it's fun to kind of escape into it um but i would never put one in my lawn i, I have would to admit you would, would. Of, of course, course. you would. I, would. They're adorable. I feel like mushroom. yeah <laughs> i feel like all of these answers that we just gave totally points to our personalities so <laughs> i think that was a good good question lisa yeah oh, that's good okay here's another one then are you more of a hunter or a gatherer? Mm. <laughs> well, we're all vegetarian. So <laughs> does that play into it? 
I don't know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think it totally plays into it. I am not a hunter. I could never kill anything. I can't even. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a gatherer. Forager. Yeah, me too. I'll go pick the flowers and the berries all day. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, same. And frolic. And frolic, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Barefoot. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, what about you? Um, I tried to change my mind to be a hunter a long time ago because I have an older cousin. And when I, when I told him that I'm, I'm scared in the dark, he's like, just change your mind because, you know, there are the 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 hunters and let's say the gatherers and the gatherers are scared the hunters are ruling the night i'm like okay i'm gonna be a hunter so i'm not going to be scared in darkness anymore and i think i trained my brain enough strong that i get to the point that i'm not scared in the dark because i am a hunter and it's just in my mind whether i decide whether i'm gonna be a hunter or not but if it comes for like the real hunter aspect like going and and kill and stuff like no in this way i'm also a gatherer and i'm i'm happy with my veggies but, but <laughs> the idea of like ruling the night because you are the one who is hunting and nobody is going to hunt on you, that, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds brave. Mm. Do you guys ever think about that? I have a friend who's like, um, I don't know what you call it in, in English. It's like a, a post-apocalyptic person who who has like a you know, a getaway bag packed in their closet. What do you call those prepper. guys in English? A prepper, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. so she's a prepper. And I know. we'll have these, like, in the last year, we've had conversations, you know, like, oh, COVID's coming and then there's going to be a zombie apocalypse, right? Like, it's just going down the rabbit hole. And and then I'm like, well, what if that happened? I couldn't, you know, you see in these zombie movies how they just kill zombies all the time and, like, shoot deer for food and whatever. I'm like, I am, I am so fucked if this happens. I could not, I could not do any of that. I would just like, I would just die probably. <laughs> oh my you God. could, if there was a zombie going after your kid, you totally would snap into hunter mode for sure. Do you reckon? Maybe I would. Yeah. Maybe I, would. I always joke about this, like, cause my husband, you guys know him, Kava. He is a total post-apocalyptic guy. He would totally survive anything. I always have, shout out to Klobasana here. They're always talking like if the world ends that we're just going to go find Kava. That's it. Because so, <laughs> he'll protect us. Because he'll, <laughs> he'll chop the firewood. He'll build his cabin. He'll find us some food. Like he would totally do that. So I feel very grateful to be under his wing in case the shit hits the fan. But <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Okay. That's a good point. I'll, I'll come over too. If, if that happens, well, I'll bring the boys and come over. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. So my last one is, okay. So I had to form it with asana. So imagine that we're running asana, et cetera, like a company and we're like, you're the boss of asana, et cetera. You're the boss of all of us. So name one thing that you would make compulsory in the office and one thing that you'd ban. Oh my God, my mind just goes totally dirty immediately. <laughs> I need a moment to think this <laughs> over. <laughs> what? Just... <laughs> you have to elaborate now. I'm thinking like maid's outfits or something <laughs> mandatory every day. <laughs> I don't know why, it's just where it went. You if I can wear my tour this costume, I'm happy. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um okay. <laughs> Please come back around. I'll just be here thinking about that. I know what's the no way. Um how is that called? That fermented soybean, the Japanese natto. Natto. That's mm -hmm. a big ban. Never in the office. Nobody's allowed to eat that stuff in the office. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very, very specific thing. Buddy. Yeah, but oh my God, that smell. Like yeah, if someone yeah, opens it in the kitchen, I think the other end of the district would feel the smell as well. Like, no. Yeah. That's that stuff you bought a little bit ago, right? Yeah. Try it. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, well, I was thinking like our future co-working space. Um, I was like, it needs to have some sort of practice area of like so that we could all just during the day go 
go into like a shala or whatever and practice yoga or just meditate or um, because I feel like that's so key to a work-life balance but then also creativity at least for me um, to be able to kind of sit on my mat or or flow just a little bit um so I would say we would have to have a space for that um banning anything hmm I don't know, like banning weekend work or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't that sound idea. so nice to it's like a bit ambitious. actually, <laughs> yeah, actually have a weekend off. Oh, that seems yeah. like a far off dream, but poor um, sounds wonderful. No, no, all of you guys work too. Okay, well, Alex is off in the woods most weekends with her post-apocalyptic husband. (laughs) Um, But I think all of us work, even, I guess you guys, when studios are open, you always have a Saturday morning class or Sunday. Sunday We have quite a full schedule Mm -hmm. actually on the weekends, especially compared to the other studios in the city. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, you guys haven't, I guess you always work at least three weekends out of the month, right? Right. Uh, Mm -hmm when things are normal times. So imagine not working any weekends. Doesn't that sound great? Yes. <laughs> that sounds That's... wonderful. Sounds wonderful. What about, what about Betty and Julianne? Do you have any questions for us? I do. Um, okay, my first one is, do you guys have any hidden talents? Like. <laughs> weird things we know betty can bend in any sort of way but uh like i don't know are you guys a good whistler or something oh man uh (laughs) hidden talents i don't know i don't think so i'm gonna remember something like after this after we get off this recording here but i can't think of anything off the top of my head yeah that's a funny one I don't know. It's so hidden. We haven't discovered it yet. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I can do a weird Uh, thing with my eyes, but it's not really exciting to explain. You have to see it. (laughs) We can feature you on our story. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess. What about you, Julianne? Do you have one? Um. Gosh, I guess not really anymore. I guess people were always surprised to to find out I played so many instruments. Um, but I would say that I haven't played them in so long. They're probably no longer talents. What are they? Uh, I grew up playing piano and I did violin when I was younger. I had like a baby violin, like so small. It was really cute. Um, and then I played saxophone for a few years. And then I also played drums for a little bit. Nice. Saxophone um, is sexy. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I made it look sexy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I did that for several years. But piano is my favorite, I would say. And I just got one as a birthday present from my mom. And so gonna try to gonna try to make it a talent again, I guess. I really I really wanted to play the saxophone when I was little. And my mom and dad were like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna have that in our house. So um, I played the cello instead. Maybe we could make some sort of philharmonic together. The cello is, it's such a beautiful instrument. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think I played it for maybe six or eight years. Oh, wow. Something like that. A long time, yeah, long time. But I don't know, like you said now, like I don't know if I picked one up now, if I would be able to remember. I bet it would just take some time and and you'd get it again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I played the flute. We should try, you guys. We should oh. play like a I also played it for years. Oh, this is going to be like our busking. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> yeah. um, I think my question represents the fact that I'm getting hungry because it's becoming breakfast time. But one of my questions that I prepared for you guys is that choose brownie or tiramisu or cinnamon roll. Oh my goodness. All three. <laughs> tiramisu. Tiramisu. Julian. Yeah, Julian. Julian? Julian popped out. We'll see Sorry if she guys. comes back again. Interrupting. Yeah. Oh, there she is. She came back in. Okay. She's fine. Cool. 
So your choice is tiramisu, Alex. Tiramisu for sure. Nice. Yeah. Lisa? I'm going to make cinnamon rolls today. So cinnamon rolls. And also that means that you guys uh, will have to come pick some up <laughs> later. <laughs> I'm totally there. I don't know what the question was, right. but that sounds great. Okay. So the question is very easy, very <laughs> breakfasty. You can choose one brownie, tiramisu, or cinnamon rolls. Oh, for sure. Cinnamon roll. That's a breakfast, breakfast food. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could have tiramisu for breakfast, guys. Quite yeah. All right, you guys. Um, thank you for spending your morning with me and with each other. It was interesting for sure. <laughs> I think I've learned some new things about you guys. <laughs> and um, like we mentioned before, there'll be more, more information on like, where, who is Prague Yoga Collective? How did these guys meet? Where, where did this project get birthed from? So yeah, stay tuned for all of that. And are there any last words you guys want to end on before we, before we tune off? Uh, I guess just thanks for everybody who has already like <clears throat> just thrown their support behind us already, like so early on, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, we're, we're quite fortunate to have such a wonderful community here in Prague and um, those that have moved away from Prague. So thank you to everyone. Yeah, yeah I think that, that about sums it up. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for making it to the end of this first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Ciao, Bye. ciao. Thank you guys and congratulations so much for making it till the end of this first podcast of our Asana Etc. podcast. I said podcast too many times, but that's okay. Um, so if you like what you're hearing, let us know. Me and Alex and Betty and Julianne and Kuba, we're always open for suggestions of what you want to hear about this. If you want to read any show notes of this episode or check out our blog, go to asana etc.com which is a-s-a-n-a-e-t-c.com and you can find every way to contact us there if you want to have a wonderful week ahead guys and see you next week